If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week, Lauren Mishcon, we are talking about the breath. Right. I've got polo mints. I've got spearmint gum. I'm good to go. Now put them away. We don't need those. We're doing breath work. Ooh. I'm Nicole Goodman. I'm Lauren Mishcon, and this is Self Care Club. The advice for self care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Breathing isn't something that we often think about. We all know it's an automatic bodily response and it keeps us alive. But in a post-COVID world where we watched a respiratory virus run rampage, we're now living in a time where breath has more meaning and has also gained a lot of attention and celebrity endorsement. In Gwyneth Paltrow's Netflix show, The Goop Lab on Netflix, she featured Iceman Wim Hof, who introduced us to soft belly breathing to cope with extreme cold water immersion. He soon became a household name with people like Justin Bieber, My Lawrence fave. fave, slipping into his DMs. How do you know he slipped into his DMs? How do you know that? I read it online. Also, I was just a bit jealous because he obviously didn't slip into mine. <laughs> and never will. It be- He's a child. He's not a child. How old is he? He's at least 29. <laughs> He's a- very young <laughs> for you. Breathwork has now become mainstream, practiced by influencers and people seeking healing. Now, although breathwork is very on trend right now, it isn't new. Breathing is not new. (laughs) It's not new, folks. It's not new. People have been practicing breathwork for thousands of years and it has roots in yoga practice. Breathwork refers to any type of breathing exercises or techniques. Your breath obviously brings oxygen into your body so that you can live and thrive. And when you are physically or emotionally stressed, it affects how you breathe. Breathwork helps to calm your stress and bring balance to your body. But what is it and how does it work? When you feel stressed, your breath tends to become fast and shallow. This limits the oxygen entering your bloodstream. The brain tells your body there's a threat and your body responds in fight or flight. But when you take time to slow down and purposely breathe deeply and slowly, you tell your brain that everything's okay. Your brain communicates to your body that it is safe to relax. The fight or flight response decreases and your body can begin to function normally again. It's very easy to become overwhelmed by stress and feel out of control. But when you focus on your breathing, you allow your body the chance to reset and recover from the negative side effects of stress. 
During breathwork, you intentionally change your breathing pattern. There are many forms of breathwork therapy that involve breathing in a conscious and systematic way. Many people find it assists with deep relaxation or leaves them feeling energised. There are hundreds of different schools of breathwork and within them various breath types like box breathing, circular and breath of fire and techniques such as nostril breathing, opposite nostril breathing. What's opposite nostril breathing? It must very be mouth, complicated. Must be mouth I think breathing. Like that. Well, for those of you that can't see because you're I'm, not... I'm plugging one nostril with a finger and breathing through the other. Mouth breathing and breath holding, but the healing mechanism remains the same. The mind-body connection. I just find it amazing that we have to teach ourselves how to breathe now. It's a bit sad. It's really sad and really worrying mm. that now breath work has become... The, the way, Even having to say that breath work has become mainstream. Well, of course it's mainstream. We all do it all day, every day. Yeah. We have to bring intention back to the simplest of things because we're so stressed out and disconnected with ourselves. Yeah. It's terrible. It is. I shall continue. Research has shown over and over again that learning to relax is one of the most important keys to long-term health and vitality. That doesn't mean sipping a gin and tonic whilst watching I'm a Slip. Well, it does. Whilst watching I'm a Slip, that is totally relaxing. <laughs> it means learning how to deeply relax and stimulate your vagus nerve. It also sounds like my idea of hell. <laughs> Being in Vegas. No, just having to sit and deeply relax. I'm just terrible at it. Yeah. The vagus nerve connects to all the body's immune cells, stem cells, organs and tissues. And it has the ability to turn off your stress response and activate your relaxation response, making it incredibly healing to the nervous system. Your stress response gets turned on automatically every day, but very few of us know how to calm this system down. Stress is bad for the brain, so breath work is one of the most powerful tools we have to activate the vagus nerve and improve the brain and mind-body connection. Yeah. Some of the benefits of learning to do this, well, it boosts your immunity. You can help develop your life skills. It balances your blood pressure. It helps you with deeper sleep. It gives you stronger respiratory function, and it releases stress hormones from your body. And emotionally, it gives you better mental focus. It lessens depression and anxiety. It can help with anger issues, anxiety, chronic pain, depression, Everything. It grief. helps with everything. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. For the skeptics, medicine also confirms claims of its physical benefits. There are many studies that show deep breathing is one easy, accessible practice that can help to balance the mind and body and reduce the stress response. Now, with regards to the downsides, there are a few things to be aware of. If you have asthma or breathing problems, cardiovascular issues, high blood pressure or a history of aneurysms or vision issues, it might be an idea to speak to a GP before embarking on anything. One concern of breath work is that you can induce hyperventilation. This can lead to dizziness, heart palpitations, ringing in the ears and tingling hands and feet. So practicing through a guided recording program or reputable organization can help you pace yourself and get the most out of your breath work. Yeah. To help us with our week, we enlisted Serena Dodd. Serena is a positive psychology coach and breathwork facilitator and a number one best-selling author. She's passionate about helping 
hidden high achievers tap into their inner success so they can stop playing small and boldly magnetize their dream life, generating more money, more confidence and ultimately more freedom. Serena is one of 4% of certified coaches that combines both breathwork and mindset, helping to shift and unblock her clients' limiting beliefs so they can raise their well-being, get soul aligned and move the needle forward in their lives and businesses. And this is what she had to say. Welcome to the show, Serena. Thanks so much for coming on to teach us all about breathwork. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Give us a kind of overall idea. What is breathwork? What does it mean? Why is it good for you? Okay, so breathwork has been a modality in for centuries in Buddhism, in yoga, in Tai Chi. And it's only really been since the 1960s where it's come into the Western world, become a lot more popular and people really have started to see the benefits. It's actually the fastest rising modality um, as we know it today. There are actually only 4% of, of coaches that are certified breathwork facilitators. And there are a real variety of breathwork, um, breathwork practices out there. Um, the reason that it is so powerful and it's the most powerful way to monitor our body is because we have instant access to it. In fact, one of the reasons that I connected with it so well, now, you know, as a coach, you do a lot of things, a lot of modalities, tapping, hypnosis. This was just something that I felt instant connection to when I, my first experience of it was um, doing a meditative breath work. So I did, I, I, I breathed consistently with intention for an hour. That's what breath wow. is. And a um, long breathing. Long yeah. breathing in a certain pattern. And it doesn't mean that you don't stop and take breaks, but it is all intentional and all focused. And the reason it is so powerful is because it allows you to stop. There are so many benefits that I'll go into, but it allows you just to stop, sit, and be in the present moment. So breathing is the only part of our body that we can do intentionally and automatically. So when we stop thinking about breathing, our bodies just take over and they breathe for us. Um, when we breathe intentionally, we are telling our body, we're looking after you. We're connecting oh, back. Oh, that's lovely. So, so, and the different modalities are fantastic. Some of them are very vigorous and others are very much led by how the body wants to breathe and just being present and aware of that. And I think what's really important, and I think it's important with whatever modality you, you sort of invest time in, is that there's no right. There's just a, your way and thinking that you should be doing it some way. I will I will teach you some, some ways of doing things, but there is no right. Everyone is different. Everyone has different lung capacity. Everyone ha is in a different ex experience of their time on this earth. So it's really important to know that whatever guidance you get, you can adapt it for yourself. There is no right. So tell us some of the, the physical benefits and then we can move into the mental health benefits after. What does it do to your body just by well when you are when you're breathing in more oxygen intended oxygen into your into your lungs and into your system into your bloodstream more oxygen into the brain creates and stimulates the parasympathetic nerve 
which promotes calmness in your body. So you are constantly able to monitor and manage that. You have at the back of your head, you have your brainstem. And that is your monitor of how much oxygen and carbon dioxide comes into your body. And we all have a tolerance window. And some of them are small and some of them are big. You, you, you know the type of environment you're in when you're like this and your, your, your body is, is almost reacting to the lack of oxygen that's coming in and the and and the and the extreme amounts of carbon dioxide that's coming in and your brainstem's going crazy because it's trying to kind of bring you back to your window of tolerance. So we all have that window of tolerance and the more breath work you do, the wider that window becomes. When it comes to mindset, what what breath work is uh, allows you to do um I mean for just from a from a body perspective again it allows you to increase the variability of your of, of your heart rate um, it, it increases lung capacity so there are there it increases your overall well-being it allows you from a from a mindset perspective to start to shift really embedded um, thoughts and, and thought patterns. So if you're looking to, in, in, in basic terms, if you're looking to change a habit, and it could be smoking, it could be drinking, it could be anything, it's all based around the mind. I Mind's need eating breath. Oreos. So if I breathe my way through this, I can stop eating so many bloody Oreos. <laughs> well, if you breathe your way through this and, and, and you're, you know, if you've got an Oreo addiction of 50 a day, and <laughs> you're sitting there and you're thinking, I wish Serena would stop talking so that I can just munch on my next packet and you're wanting to change that habit then the best way to do that is to come back to breath and what happens is that that habit that thought pattern that neuropathway that's stuck in its in its own environment it allows it to have breath and and time and space to release and the more you're able to focus on actually this is the thing that I would like to change and focus breath on that I'm not saying that your willpower won't take you in one direction I'm saying if this is something that you want for your life to change then it, it, it is a great promoter of that. <laughs> Now, normally what I would say to, if anyone's listening um, and activating this breath work, what I would say is if you're driving, pull over. If you are in bed, just enjoy that. That's absolutely fine. You can sit up, you can lie down. It doesn't matter. With the one that I'm doing right now, you can even stand up. It's absolutely fine. Um, some people like to have a blanket. Just make sure you're, if, if, if this is some, a nice little ritual for you, which I like it always to be, just make your environment really nice. If you are just going about your day, that's absolutely fine. Sometimes you wanna close your eyes, sometimes you don't. So it's completely up to you. With breath work, just so that you are aware, um, sometimes you'll experience, and it'll be very unlikely you'll experience in this, in this session, you can experience tetany, which is the tingling of the fingers and the toes or the extremities. Uh, you might uh, experience uh, lightheadedness, there are different sensual sensations that you might experience as well. So if you're feeling uncomfortable at any point, just come back to normal breathing. Okay. Like okay. it will be very unlikely in, the, in this short session. So if I can just get you to take a deep breath in and close your eyes. 
in through the nose, out through the mouth. Some nice cleansing breaths here. In through the nose again, out through the mouth. One more. We're just going to start the blow breath, breathing through the diaphragm, just out. Ten more. And now top hold. Just sit on that breath. Just observe any chaos that happens in your body. Hold on for as long as you possibly can. And when you feel ready, release. Go back to normal breath. start again. Top hold. Sit nicely on the breath. Maybe hold it a bit longer this time. Just be observant of anything that's going on in your body right now. When you feel ready, release. Introducing back normal breath. Then coming in again, ready? Hold. And again, play with that hold. If you can hold it longer, hold it longer. If you feel the need to release, feel the need to release. When you have released, come back to normal breath. Now we're really going to focus on our halo active breath, which is in through the nose and out through the mouth. So breathing in and out. And as you breathe in and out, keep going. As you breathe in and out, try not to hold anything. Keep it in a circular motion. Imagine the energy of the air coming into your nose, flowing right through to the back of your neck and through your mouth without any staccato, just allow it to be fluid. So, as you're spending your time focusing on the breath, 
Imagine little particles of energy coming into your body through the nose and flooding your system with good energy, good positive energy. And as you let go, let go of anything that's resistant, anything that's negative. And if it feels right, as you're letting go, you can let go of love. So a whole lot of love in and releasing a whole lot of love out. Just managing your mind right now. Just noticing any thoughts that are creeping in. And pinning those thoughts on a cloud and watching them go by. They are not you. Allowing it all to release. This is your time. It's your moment. as we come to the end of our session, just checking in with your body once more. Is there any nook, any cranny, any, any area where you feel tight, you just need to let go of? Give yourself permission to let go of that right now. And when it feels good, Come to another top hold, breathe in through the nose and just sit on that breath. Keep a hold of it, be the observer. And when you're ready, release. Just come back to normal breath. You don't need to open your eyes just yet. Just notice how you're feeling. Just asking yourself questions. Has something changed? Has nothing changed? What is your intention for the day? When you're ready, just start to wiggle your hands and wiggle your toes. Slowly bat your eyes open. And just come back.
This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. So that is just a part of the interview, yes. isn't it? Serena is also going to be back on Friday to give you the challenge of the week. So you don't want to miss out on that because that's really great. She gives a few breathing techniques that can be used anywhere and everywhere. So make sure you tune in. And we're going to put the full interview up on Sunday as a bonus episode because she was so, she was so engaging and so thoughtful and just she had so much insight around this work. So definitely tune in for that. She was brilliant. Yeah, she but really was. I want to know how you were feeling going into this week of breathwork. Totally delighted because it came a really good week and like I don't have to go anywhere. It's not going to take up any extra time. We did it on Zoom. We did it on Zoom and it just felt like great. A week I don't really have to think about. All I have to do is breathe. Mm. Lovely. Mm. You? I felt like I was on a bit of a busman's holiday because I do it for work. And I, I don't know which bits of the show are going to be in this show, which are going to be in the full show. But I sort of explained that breathing is something that I do with my clients. I've been doing breath work for labour for 16 years. So I hadn't actually done it on myself mm. but I <laughs> obviously um, <laughs> but I'm I'm busy uh, teaching it to pregnant clients and then obviously facilitating it during the labor so I feel like I've actually spent quite a lot of time dealing with breath work but never on on me well it's always interesting to bring the spotlight back to yourself that's what all this work is about indeed so want to tell me about your week so we had the call with Serena. Yep. She taught us how to breathe. I mean, I just feel like such a knob saying she taught us how to breathe. Like I need someone to teach me how to do the most basic of things. Mm -hmm. But it did. Because, because it did. Mm. So she made us, what she set up for us during the week was to, in the morning, was for two minutes every morning, was to take in a deep breath for four in through your nose and out for two 
whether that's out your mouth or out through your nose, it didn't matter. And you do that for two minutes. So in through your nose for four and out for two and just keep repeating it on a cycle. So there was no big pause, right? That yeah. was the exercise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening, you do the same thing for two minutes, but you breathe in for two and out for four. Yeah. So I think the in for four was to bring the oxygen into your brain, wasn't it? And out for two so that you're getting energizing. more energy. Yeah. Right. And then the opposite for the nighttime. The evening one was a relaxing breath. So I don't have any voice notes. Okay. So I did do this every day. Good. Very impressed. I, you were, and surprised. And a little surprised. Yeah. So my week, mm. the week that we did it, I had a very anxious week because I had this big race coming up on the Saturday and we yeah. had the call with Serena on the Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. So it came at a great time because I actually used it quite a lot because every time I started to think about the race, I started to get anxious and not panicked, but just like my mind started to start go yeah. racing, you yeah. know, that ticker tape thing. A stressy feeling. Yeah. yeah. So the breath work absolutely was brilliant. So I put my porridge on in the morning because my porridge goes on for two minutes. Yeah. And I would stand there looking at the timer doing my breathing every I'm very morning. impressed because just the standing still doing not very much part of breathing, I would imagine was a bit of a stretch for you. I have to say. Because normally you put laundry on in those two minutes. <laughs> you race to see what you can get done. You know what's really annoying about you is that what? you. I literally don't even need to turn up now because you know exactly what I'm going to say. So I did that for two mornings and then on the third morning... I was breathing and I thought, do I need to stand here? And I was looking to my right, to my utility room. I literally <laughs> went in and put the laundry on whilst I was breathing, which totally deletes the object. No, that was not good homework. <laughs> but I knew you'd do that. God forbid I should stand still for five seconds. I mean, seriously. I did do it though. Okay. Right. And I did it in bed. In the evening. Your Every evening night. One, yeah. I really struggled. She's, I mean, Serena said there are... So many different ways of breathing. Yeah. And the whole point of breathing is, as we said in the intro, is to get that connection from your mind and body, right? Mm. That, that's all it's about. And it's about calming your system. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. So I figured it didn't really matter how I was breathing. I really struggled with the in for four and out for two. Okay. I, it was the out for two because I felt like I had a lot more that's breath. That's the morning one though. That's the... That's the energizing yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. You struggled with that. I struggled with the yeah. out for two. I, I noticed you have to do it quite fast. Yes. The out breath. Yes. More of a... <sighs> really? But I still felt like I had breath in me. So, okay. So then when I was then breathing in again for the four mm. and then out for the two. And after mm. I'd done this like four or five times, I was thinking, this doesn't feel good. Right. This is not feeling good. Mm -hmm. So I so I actually stopped. Okay. And I started breathing in for four and out for four. And okay. that felt much more comfortable. Yeah. And then I would do the same at night, breathing in for two and out for four. Mm. Again, same issue. I, I had more I had more to give right. to the practice. Right. There was right. It, it just wasn't the two, it wasn't enough. Okay. Well, maybe I need to breathe in for three and out for five, or maybe yeah. I could. Your numbers need adjusting a little. My numbers yeah. needed adjusting because okay. the two was way too short for right. me. And it was making me, to say panicked is, is no, way too strong. No, I know what you strong. mean because you couldn't quite catch I couldn't a ca full breath. I couldn't catch yeah. my breath. I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. then it was becoming into a situation that actually this is going in the complete opposite direction of what the breath work is supposed to do. So I kept coming back to what she said, the whole point of it. Is to relax. Is to relax. But well, this you. is like when we were doing the practice with her and we had to do the hold and it felt really uncomfortable to me. And again, to say the word panicked is a complete exaggeration, but I felt, you know, There's like no what, other word for when it, you're underwater there? and you and you can't quite swim to the top of the pool 
I don't like I didn't like the feeling yes so yeah and and I told her that and she was like well it's about feeling comfortable you have to do what feels right yes for you and your breath is it's your breath it's yeah. only yours so you should I feel only do what feels comfortable and good it's, it's there to make you feel good yes um during the day of the race I made a pact with myself that I had to keep myself calm because I wasn't racing until the evening. So to waste all this panicked stress energy on on being nervous, th that was just gonna waste all my energy for the race in the evening. Yeah. So I used the breath work a lot okay, that day nice. just to keep myself very, very calm. And nice. I found it really helpful. Yeah. And I turned up and I had loads of energy and it was brilliant. And I, there's no way I would have done that had we not have been doing breathwork week. Mm. I mean, I might now because mm. I've got it in my tool bag. Yeah. But I really think that helped me. Good. Great. I'm going to say more about this in summary. But the thing that I love the most about breathwork, and I will repeat this because I think it's worth repeating, is you always have your breath. No yeah. matter what is happening, no matter how panicked you are, how stressed you are, no matter what kind of day, what is being chucked at you, doesn't matter what it is. You are always have your breath. Yeah. Sometimes it is the only thing you have. Yes. Use it. We don't use it enough. Mm. I, don't, I do not use it nearly enough. I just take it for granted that my body is going to carry on breathing with whatever I chuck at it. Mm. And actually being intentional about it is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my week. Okay. Nice. How was your week? It was fine. I've got a... Um, I've got a couple of voice notes. I'll play you the first one. So it's 6.55am. My alarm's just gone off. And I normally doze for five minutes and get up at seven. So I'm just going to spend those five minutes doing the morning breathing. Nice. That Serena taught us and see how that goes. So yeah. Five I, minutes? Yeah. Oh, you overachiever, you. I thought it was five minutes. It was two minutes. Oh, okay. Maybe but, I'm an underachiever and you're the overachiever. But I do have that space between 6.55 and 7 when normally I do nothing apart from look at the dog and think about how much I don't want to get up. So I thought while I'm lying here looking at well the dog, breathe. I might as well breathe. So I did I did the breaths. Um, the four in, two out? Four in, two out. And what I discovered was you have to do, as I said before, quite a forceful breath out to get it out in the two yes and I wanted to stick to that <laughs> because you know how I'm such a conformist it is so funny and I like to do everything like I, as I'm told how we show up exactly the same as we are as like, we are every practice in every practice do, yeah I broke the rules fuck it doesn't feel good I'm doing it my way and you were like nope I'm going to stick, stick to, the to the rules, rules. Yeah. So I, I stuck to the rules and I have to say as the week went on I did feel like I felt a bit better equipped for what the day threw at me. I felt like I was coming at it sort of already armed. Nice. Nice. And I can't like really pinpoint what that was. Did I feel energised? Not sure. Did I feel in a better mood? Not sure. Did I feel more relaxed? But I just generally felt like a bit more set up. Beautiful. That's kind of Supported. how... That's the best way I could describe it. Lovely. Um, and then in the evening, I did the same as you when I got into bed. Normally, I get into bed and I read my book. So I got into bed, read my book, and then I, I'm sorry to the, the insomniacs out there, but when I feel tired, I put the book down, turn out the light, and I'm asleep within a minute. Um, so I took that minute to breathe, but I did find the evening one quite boring, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> 
So I would sort of lie there, do my breaths, feel a bit bored, fall asleep. Which is fine. That's funny, isn't it, that you felt bored in the evening one but not in the day one? Because the day one, I, I have to, I know I have to get up. So whilst I'm lying so there... So you found it more invigorating during the day? found it better in the morning. The evening one, I was lying there like in for four, out for four. I was like, oh, I just but want to see But also, if you are someone who struggles with their sleep... Well, it would definitely help. You, you, it would probably have more meaning to it because you, you, you know, because you've got the hope that it's going to help you sleep better. Absolutely. For you, you knew you were going to have a good night's sleep regardless. I always do, and also I, I feel relaxed in my bed, and so I guess it made me extra relaxed. I never got to the end of five minutes because I was always asleep. Lovely, but you would have been asleep anyway, <laughs> probably. But I, did, I can't. I didn't really enjoy the evening one as much as the morning one. It didn't give me as much. I, I do understand what you're saying, and I think I. I think I agree. But I'm very, I mean, I feel very lucky in that I get into bed. Well, it was a, it's a privilege. I'm relaxed it? and I know yeah. I'm going to have a good night's sleep because I know that many, many people yes, are dreading totally. getting into bed and they won't sleep and how will they sleep and all of that. So I, I understand I'm lucky, but it, it didn't, it wasn't bringing me as much. Um, then I've got another little voice note for you. I'm in the car in traffic. So I'm doing a little bit of breathing. Oh, you can hear Barker whining in the back. He wasn't but doing what I noticed no. is that I keep fogging up the windscreen on my out breath, which is a little bit um, distracting. <laughs> so be like, how much breath did you have? That you're because fogging I, up the windscreen. <laughs> I, I'm not that tall, so I sit fairly close to my seat, and, and Ollie always takes the piss out of how near my seat is to the steering wheel. But I'm doing my in breath, and then I with my two, and I kept fogging up the. You have got some strong breath, yeah, my friends. I've got good lungs. So I had to keep putting on the windscreen clearer thing to, to demister. The demister, <laughs> that's the one. To demist my and it kept making me laugh because I thought I'm trying to like do this little bit of self-care in the afternoons and <laughs> I'm causing myself trouble, basically. Actually, I did use it once when I was in traffic. Yeah. And I didn't have that problem in my car. Um I found it really helpful. I get really stressed out in traffic because it's a waste of time. I, I also hate it. traffic. Yeah. Actually, you know, you're there. It's fine. It keeps your mind and your thoughts calm because, okay, I'm here. Like, no amount of panicking or stress is going to change the traffic in front of me. Mm. Might as well sit here, breathe, be calm. Mm. The thing is, as we said in the beginning, sometimes it is all you have. And I went to do a postnatal visit with this last doula client and we were reminiscing about the sort of 40 minutes that we were left waiting in this terrible horrendously fluorescent lit corridor at two in the morning along with a whole host of other various fabulous and very much non-fabulous people also <laughs> waiting in the corridor there was lady with starburst there was mother and daughter arguing in a corner and other such celebrities it was quite the 40 minutes especially when you're like at pretty much near the end of your labor not that we realized how near the end of the labor she was at the time and the only tool i had in my toolbox for her was, was breath. her breath so we just stood there for 20 minutes and I said, breathe, deep breath in, give the baby lots of oxygen, blow it away. And we just stood there and did it because it was all we had. And actually, it was all she needed. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. It was all she had and it was all she needed. But it was because it's not, it feels like 
you, I have nothing. I'm in this corridor. I'm stuck in this place. I'm about to deliver this baby. No one's paying me any attention. There could be panic in that situation. But like you said, you can always reach for your breath. It's always available. And on the flip side of that, just taking a completely different context of how important your breath is in my race, back yeah. to that, it was all about my breath. Yeah. So I had to conserve, preserve both yes. my breath yes. and my energy. Yeah. So halfway through the race, the first half was mm. all about my breath. Mm -hmm. And when I got out of breath, finding my breath again, yeah. finding my pace again, yeah. keeping myself so I wasn't, because <gasps> yeah. I couldn't. I can't, tr I, there was going to be nothing left. Yeah. So halfway through my race, I was still, I could have had a conversation with you like this. Wow. Because I wow. controlled my breath to such a degree. Yeah. And then halfway through is when I started to pick up pace and I felt much more comfortable being, <sighs> but I was always in control of my breath. But it didn't make breath. you feel panicked. No, because I was feeling. totally in control of it. Right. Had I started, <sighs> I, I think I would have used up a lot of my energy. Definitely. But it was amazing how I controlled it. And it was all I needed to do was control my breath. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that amazing how in two completely different areas in life, how valuable and important it is. Mm. Yeah. Even sat here now, because without our breath, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. We wouldn't be able to do anything without our breath. Well, we'd be dead. I know, thank you for underlining it. I mean, I was, you know, we don't need to be. We'd be dead. <laughs> We'll say again, just for a little motivational tip on a Tuesday. Dead. <laughs> Breathe or die. That's your choice. Please choose wisely. <laughs> right. So you need your breath. Yeah. Should we summarise? Yeah. Breathe or die. There's your summary. <laughs> That's it. You always have it. You always have your breath, no matter what is going on. I know I said this earlier in the show, but I just think it is so important that no matter what is happening in your life, in your head, in your space, come back to your breath, always. It will always bring something positive, always. Yeah. Even if it's the next breath, even that's a positive. Yeah. I think this week was a good reminder for me. Well, actually, I suppose it taught me rather than a reminder to not always associate breath with pain and by that I mean I use breathing techniques when I'm dealing with someone who is in labor trying to cope with contractions rather than using it just as a relaxation tool yes because I don't have that you had to rebrand it in I, your head I totally had to rebrand it because that's not my association yeah. I, I use it as a, a a pain relief as a coping mechanism as a calming tool in a particular situation yes. so I sort of had to be taught it to repurpose it for myself yeah and I'm always in the gym I'm always catching my breath right I'm always having to be on top of my breath mm. how quickly can I get my breath back mm. so for me it's all about it's that it's how quickly can I come back to my breath yes but it but it, not in a panicky way but in a in a very fast paced situation whereas this was completely different this is about chilling the fuck out yeah. basically and also I'm not a very panicky person so I don't find no, I'm not myself in situations where I am feeling breathless or hyperventilating or panicky so I I had to figure out how to use this to to better myself to help myself and I found that that those five minutes in the morning was a nice a nice place to do that I agree 
I absolutely agree. And the thing didn't I work. I was thinking about the last time that I was panicky, which yeah. was, you know, when I had my lovely panic attack in the middle of Phoenix, oh, and yeah. I honestly couldn't catch my breath. Yeah. And my sister sat me down. Mm. She was on the phone, and mm. I was crying. Mm. And all she did was a breathing exercise with me. She didn't say, are you okay? What do you need? Because I couldn't speak. But the only thing she could do was bring me back to my breath. Mm. And that helped. Mm. And then I was Mm. compass mentis again. Absolutely. It's amazing how it brings you round in your... It's it's amazing. (laughs) It's just amazing. Yeah. Which is why we're giving it three shows this week and not just two. Because it is vitally, vitally important. I I reckon a lot of our listeners already use breath work i'm sure most of them probably do and are quite amazed how it's taken us nearly three years to get here but anyway, and they're probably listening here. to this thinking well duh no, we knew that already we didn't need this podcast to tell us is it coming in the club Yes, definitely. We want in the breathing club. in the club. Yeah, please breathe in the club. Please breathe in the club. We don't want to have to resuscitate you. <laughs> that would be breath work. It would be of a slightly different nature. Um, yes, yeah, so it's coming in the club. Yeah. We love it. Yep. Serena was fabulous. Yep. Thank you to her. She'll be back on Sunday and Friday. And we'll be back on Wednesday with a snippet show. We've got lots happening. We're literally here all the time. We don't have time to do anything else. We don't actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we parent occasionally but that's about it if you want to be in touch hello at selfcareclub.co.uk come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod thank you for listening tune in on Wednesday for our snippet show and come back on Friday where Serena is going to give you guys the challenge for the week see you then Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.